Hey guys, Drummond here. Just want to let you guys know that we do have a YouTube channel up right now. And if you guys would like to see that, go ahead and type in drum, the symbol, and drummer, and you guys can see our beautiful faces there. And we are putting up extra content. It's more of like the uncut version of the podcast. However, if you do like the more polished, censored version of this podcast, go ahead and keep listening. The episode will come up right now. Everybody, right now, go on your computer and then make your cursor as big as you can. And then, like, highlight something. And the ratio just is off. I don't appreciate it. Why? Because the mouse is huge, but the highlight <laughs> only gets it's, one It's line. like this big, and the highlight coming out is like that big. I understand, but like, it just is unpractical, and I don't appreciate it. How affected was the lights to that? I saw it. I don't think it'll be a problem. If it happens, just tell them the dishwasher's running. <laughs> okay. They'll get it. Listen, guys, Mitchell didn't... Uh, build our electric grid here so we got things whenever the the washer starts our lights flicker the ac the whole house goes down for a second i'm constantly resetting the time on our microwave and it is very annoying that's fine we can't use the stove and the oven at the same time really yeah why it trips the power that's probably super inconvenient (laughs) wait wait did you take the power out of like your entire apartment complex Uh uh-huh twice hell yeah second (laughs) the second time is when rachel figured it out what did richard do Richard, no, Raymond, Ra- no, 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 no. The, your guy downstairs. No, just for our unit. Oh, that's why oh, we were freaking out. I so thought much. it was like the entire apartment complex. We thought SoCal Edison just hated us. Robert, that's what I'm thinking of. Robert. Yes. Robert. Fucking Robert. You get to see him again. Ah, I'm excited. You think he'll be out? Maybe he'll take his legless dog for yeah. to use the bathroom. David finally invited us to a dinner party. Yeah, finally. It's about time. About damn time, dude. I laughed last week when David was like, I've never heard the word reschedule so much in my life. And I'm like, that's such an adult annoyance. Yeah. Having to reschedule yeah. something. Yeah, that was really funny. But one thing we don't reschedule is listening well, to. Oh, I mean, oh, we did okay. this week. but Well, you don't got to say that. I don't know. You're just putting David. You're, just, you're an <laughs> it's ass. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Why are you dragging me, bro? But one thing we don't reschedule is listening to this beautiful intro. David, roll it. Roll it. I'm drum. I'm drummer. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Week 67. Week 67, guys. This is honestly a pretty hard number to think about right now. Um, 5 times 5, 25, plus 530, plus 434, plus 438, plus 240, plus 545, plus 6. 51 plus 5, 56 plus 4, 60 plus 767. 67. That was a lot of numbers. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. This is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's. The, I'm going to start, start with <laughs> storytelling this time. Storytelling. Can you fix your uh, mic wire thing? Uh, storytelling. Uh, <laughs> supernatural <laughs> the supernatural and self-improvement and self-improvement i thought we were going to come together because you're repeating me so matt you said that uh rescheduling is such an adult thing it is and there it was is. a there was an article about gen z just hating on millennials and stuff like that and some of the things they said was like why do millennials always why why do they love the word adulting adulting yes um I don't know. This is a great question. But also, I don't understand this Gen Z hate. I've seen a lot of it recently, and I just like, I don't think about Gen Zers 
I just like putting my place, putting myself as a person in like a place of being Gen Z, millennial, or whatever the fuck it is. Just let me be. You're just Dalton. I'm just Dalton. You're just salty Dalty. I don't have like, I do, I do use the Dalting though. I use that word. I use that word this week. Well, no, like there's a lot of things that are like, I'll bring up the, there's a, I saw a TikTok and and it's a millennial reading what Gen Zers tweet about it. And like, they're all true. Like they're funny jokes, but I just, I don't know. What's the age, what's the age stuff for Gen Z and millennials? Yeah. What's the cutoff? What am I? You're technically a, he's a millennial. You're a zillennial. Don't think that's a thing. Yeah. It's like 1996 to 2002 where they were like, I will fight anyone outside like that. Like I will fight someone for some reason, but I'm too scared to ask the waiter for more napkins. Hmm. I vibe. They have the social anxiety of a millennial with the chaoticness of a Gen Zer. I don't feel like, see, I don't feel like I have social anxiety. You weren't, you're not, uh, you're not me. You don't have social anxiety. No, I feel like I did when I was younger. I don't know when that snapped. Another one was like, uh, why do millennials always go? I did a thing. It's like, bitch, you paid your rent. No, you want to know, <laughs> you want to know why it's because those were slang terms that were popular when we were their age. Yeah. Like it's the same reason. Like they all do like hand gestures when they talk. Like I don't fucking understand that you don't do hand gestures when you talk no i don't why um, dude no but it, i <laughs> but i feel like it's just things that you know we that were in or that were cool when we were young and now it's just kind of it became part of our vocabulary yeah yeah i've been on a lot of pop punk tiktok lately shit's great no oh, fantastic there's like the this the same songs from the 2000s that always come up like check yes juliet mm-hmm. um you know, you know all the classics, the classics, the classics. But everyone is like, if you listen to this, you were emo back in two thousand and three or two thousand and four. Everyone listened to it. Like, every, it was it was it was like what rap is now. You know what I mean? Like just the the styles have changed a little bit. Yeah. But Matt, can you fill us in on uh, Monique's Instagram it's manager? The, no, finale? it's the end of the month. It's the end. It's of the finale. The month. Matt, the oh, finale. we're going pull, over numbers. Pull your phone out. Matt's cracking the numbers, everybody. Let's judge money. I'm just crunching numbers. Let's go, dude. Let's you, see notice how, you notice how she was here last week for it, but yeah, she, she, she just was so conveniently yeah. not available today. You know what? Freaking to go rude, over dude. her finale. All right. At the beginning of this, I had 800 followers. 800 followers. That's a nice round number. That is good. That's a good number. Now I am at 810 followers. <sighs> Ooh. Slow and, down, and, will ya? And that is with two posts. So frequency of posting absolute fail but she did give me 10 followers so and i have a nice bio now and i hate this profile picture what is it it's the one that it's... i took when you guys wouldn't take a picture with me in san diego <laughs> 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 when uh we celebrated a, a friend's birthday out in san diego and like monique dalton and her they were all like taking pictures and i was the one taking the pictures i'm like no one wants to take a picture with me so i just flipped it around and i took the ugliest selfie in the world and uh, that's not my Instagram picture. Because it's the only picture you have of yourself. Very true. So there you have it. Very folks. true. So what is uh great job, babe. So is there like uh like something Monique has to do now now that she didn't give you ten thousand followers? I mean there's nothing you guys had to do and you didn't reach your goal. Ah. Are we 0 for three? You're 0 for three. 
These monthly challenges are not going well. Hey, but I feel like I have had the most beneficial one because I'm still more flexible. They're a lot harder than you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, no, you. no. I understand. So you just approached yours wrong. Like the goal and what you had to do, you we could have been done in a much easier you want to turn way. Turn off. But I'll turn them off. But I appreciate the effort. That you put in, like I you, you put, went for long-term in, success. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm all with that quick cash, baby. Um, yeah. So, what's our new monthly challenge? And then, who's doing it? I, are you doing it? I, I can't. That's why I doubled up. Oh wow, David's right. doing it. Yeah, you're doing. You're settled. You doubled up. Eh, Slap shot. Well, we need to. What do you guys want to pick? Shot. For <sighs> what are the two options for me? So, I kind of want to say vegetarian. Okay. But I think that'll be too easy for you. Yeah. Because Rachel's yeah. already basically vegetarian. Yeah, Rachel doesn't even like meat. Yeah, but we've had meat like a lot since we moved in. You we or just nice. had, I just had hot Bo- pot yesterday. You? Yeah. Nice. So I don't know what I don't know what her aims were. What what are the what are our other options? Cold showers, no TV, a poem a day, Tai Chi. Ooh, no, a poem a day. I can smash a scooter on Dalton's shins every day. <laughs> We're I not ca- doing that one. See, I kind of want to do no TV. I read think. A, should, I think. Read I a chapter a, poem a day. day. Poem a day. Because I feel like you do most of these things. Uh, a poem a day or a haiku a day. Ooh, I'd be down for a haiku a day. All right, let's do that. And yeah. you have to read all of them. And we'll, then, we'll make a short TikTok. Well, we don't have them. to do all of them, but we can have people send in topics and then I'll make one based on a different topic. Can that you way. give me the basis of a haiku? Me, Matthew, will give examples of haikus right now. So a haiku is three lines. Okay. It is 17 syllables. It's usually tied to one central like theme or image. And the line structure goes five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables i am asleep right now that's already you already messed up the first line i am not asleep there you go that's one but i am also not awake that's way too many i am you're terrible at this <laughs> so Come what on, is, dude, so we wrote so many haikus when but we were I, I don't like that, i don't like that i have to count i don't like that i have to count you literally are the reason we have to do this so it'd be like i am asleep now and in my dreams, I can fly. I am the coolest. Okay, make better. Can we pick another that? one because that, was that trash. sucked. That, that was, was terrible. Trash. That's why I got to do it for a month straight. <laughs> Jesus. You know what we should do? You should do your first and last should have the same central theme. Ah. Ah. Well, we still got to put it out there for people to vote on. Okay. All so right. What's the, the so what's the second one? Uh. No TV. No TV or... No, no. Not, no, only, I, not I, only I will murder you, Rachel will murder you because then... I like to see her try. Well, means, hey, bro, hey. Tell her to fucking bring you, it on, You better dude. be careful because apparently you get a little wine in, in Rahil and she's cured of all ailments. No more hip issue. She can run. And not only run Dalton Drum, she but can dance. run... <laughs> not only run and dance Dalton Drum... She but can run, sing too. But do, do all those in the sand. Ooh, that burned the your beach. calves up. And then she could just do all sorts of activities. Hmm. I don't know. So there was this competition one time where I had to run in sand. Something smells fishy to me. And I and I couldn't 
I couldn't run because my calves were on fucking fire. Well, to be fair, you'd also ran seven miles right before you got to the beach. It was hell either way, David. I don't have excuses for myself. It just hurt. Yeah, it's it's been a long time since either of you have done a competition. How do you feel about it? I want to, I'm like getting. Oh, itch. bro, I'm dying to do something. I, I just want to freaking. I want one. I want to see if I've even like remotely gotten better. You know, I've been training so hard for like a while. And I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna be able to see the results or not. Like I really want to see the results, but at the same time I'm scared to do it because what, like on it's like these are all what ifs. Like what if I just don't perform as well as I thought I could in the comp, and sometimes I get in my head with it. So that first comp is gonna be a, a big breakthrough just for me to like either you know, you know lower my ego or just kind of be like, all right, see you are where you thought you were now just forward from there and does it need to be in person or will even just a virtual comp that you submit your scores to work well apparently well, I mean, we've we've done a virtual comp if that's what you what you're talking about out of how, how many people uh i think it was like three or four hundred out of three three to four hundred people me matthew ranked 71st i was 68th no i was in the 70s it was like 72nd i think and i was like 74 75 apparently 78 78 thank you yeah i forgot yeah oh yeah you forgot but then you just fucking corrected me um yeah so we've done a virtual comp but it's not we're in a unique situation where we can kind of create a competitive environment but not a lot of people have that and like there's i mean you know david we've played sports together like there's practice mode and then like when it's time to go and like there's other people you don't know competition is there it's game time like you go it's a completely different like energy yeah Yeah. like the energy is different like the way you perform is different like there's so many different aspects about it you know um so i want a a competition especially for weightlifting yeah like because i'm coming up on a i think a a year since i last did one yeah like a full cut comp Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think it's just passed because i did it and then i came to the open oh how much did you weigh then? 147. Yeah. Damn. But, That's crazy. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so a comp would be cool. But um, did we pick both monthly challenges? Just do cold showers. Cold showers versus a haiku a day? Yes. All right. Yeah, you could do that. And I just want you to know that it's bothering me that we can't do TVs because it's like, we should get better, you know? We should push ourselves. I mean, be... it would be easy for me. I think it would be easy for me too. I barely watch TV. But also, he just moved in, so I don't want to be an asshole. I just started. I just beat the the boss in Sekiro. I was fighting. Did for you? A long time. Oh, we got to do it now. Just wait, stay that even, sit that there even, for a month. <laughs> that, wait, no, that's not considered watching TV. That's playing video games. I think I would lump everything TV related. Like the TV doesn't turn on. So just play it on your PC. Okay. There's a ways techni- around this. That's a technicality. Technicality overruled. So then Dal- I, Dal- I wouldn't be able to do this at all. Dal- yes, Dalton. If that's the case. You can get on for work. If that's the school. case, then you would have just Google translated your whole thing. You wouldn't have been like, well, I want to learn the language. Yeah, that's see, not the spirit of the challenge. Yeah, I tried. That's what I was trying to say. I still, I still get notifications. Own. They make you feel you really bad for not Duolingo? going on there. Yeah. Dude, Dalton. If you could learn. Oh, go for no, it. No, you, what do you got? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch completely different. Yeah, so as I, like, Dalton, if you could maybe not learn Norwegian, but you could learn pirate what would pirate talk what what would duolingo give you as a lesson for pirates 
Bro, just pretend you're Davy Jones. It would all be it would all be like just forms of speaking. So it would still be English. But it would be the way you say it. <laughs> what that's, the fuck that's, was that? At least it would, it would be the way you say it. At least, at least, she. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a pirate. You gotta say like ahoy matey or something. Ahoy. Why am I going that deep? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> First of all, you sound like Sean Connery more than you sound like a pirate. Who's Sean Connery? So... I have a question, Dalton. You've done a lot of research on pirates. Some may say you, in another life, were a pirate. Yeah. Like, you're very interested by it. This is a topic you've always been really interested I in pirates, pirates from when we were super little, too. How disappointed if Davy Jones came back, right? Or Blackbeard. Imagine, like, a famous, like, badass fucking pirate. Blackbeard. Right? I love Blackbeard. And he comes out and he goes, I need to find my fellow pirates. And then he goes... And he, and he walks around. And then he's in the, today's day and age, right? He's walking around, pissing people off. You know, everybody's mad at him for doing all these weird things. And he's asking, he's like, where's my pirate brethren? And then they go, oh, you, are you talking about the porch pirates? Oh, and then he shit. goes and he finds Who out what, what porch pirates uh-huh. are. Yep. Arg. How, and then he walks up and he sees that it's just people that steal Amazon packages from people's porches. And he goes, this is what I fought for. I mean, his people are still thriving if he thinks about it. How mad would you be? How how mad do you think he would actually be? Honestly, I think he would be happy about it because you know what? He's pillaging in a way, right? So he he gets to live his favorite pastime. That's such a strange perspective. Yeah. You're not wrong. To think of porch pirates. They're not like traveling the seas but they're still you they're know, traveling the neighborhood. Traveling the neighborhoods. Their their ships are and just still their cars. Stealing treasure. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Damn. Dude, you're so. Are you fucking enlightened? Did Bro. you Did you do this TikTok where you tap right here so your third eye opens? No, nah, it's, it's been open. Oh, it's been open. <laughs> That's interesting. I never thought about that. Hmm. Yeah. All nice. right. Life lessons with Dalton Drum. That's what you're here for. Right? Now, there you go, guys. Hey, Matt. What's up, big guy? It was somebody's birthday, dude. A family member of ours. It was. What was her name? Uh, uh, Aubrey Rosa. Should we get up her last name? Is that weird? Yeah, it's whatever. Um, she's our cousin. She's probably it. the most famous out of all of us. She is. Yeah. She's been on TV a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was Aubrey's birthday, and so we did a couple of activities, and one of them was we got to go dancing, and we took a salsa dancing class. Dalton. First man, of all, man, oh man, <laughs> you've, you've done that already. I've never done a salsa dancing class. You've done man on man salsa dancing already. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, thanks to Seth. Chowdy, chowdy. <laughs> um, you got real aggressive with it. Uh, taught me, taught me a little too much more about the feeling <laughs> than the actual movement. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, it was actually really fun. Um, I learned a lot. It's, it's hard when you don't have like because since it was all since it was like COVID and stuff yeah, and they had like you had your everyone own had mat. their own mat so nobody was together so even if like you want to dance with somebody which is what would normally happen we couldn't yeah. oh so like the big circle where you would just like keep switching partners it didn't yeah, happen so no. the, their uh, new version of that is everybody's separated six feet apart we have these little plastic mats everybody stays on it 
and then someone is in the middle. So at the very end, after we had learned all of the steps, uh, the instructor who Dalton was in love with uh, had the she was very nice. Had uh, Aubrey, the birthday girl, go in the middle, and then we had these steps. So Aubrey would look at us and point, hold up a number, right? Like one was a certain move, two, three, four, right? So our, like they start going, and we're doing the basic step. It right? was like a fun pop quiz. And she did it very well because I get super nervous with pop quizzes. And she made it seem like it was just another, like, just another thing to do, like another dance. So I was like, okay. Like, I didn't think about it as a test, but it was a test. I don't think it was a test. It was a test, Metro. But my favorite part was – well, I had two favorite parts. Is okay. Aubrey, uh, Aubrey's you know, doing her dance or whatever. And the second move <laughs> was you step to the left, come back, step to the right, come back, right? She good, turns to my cousin Lexi, holds up a two – Lexi has has a baby, so she's not been paying she attention. She has no to idea what what's going on. <laughs> and Lexi just like looks at her, and goes, <laughs> and just gives it back to her. <laughs> but like with the beat, like uh, yeah, like on cue, and she's like, "Oh, this is what you do." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then uh, Aubrey went around, um, and then everybody did their their dance move. And when it got to Sam, she threw a four. Oof. And four is you do this like hip roll, and you like spin in a circle, like four steps in a circle, right? Sam, it, with just all boldness, throws his hands up and does just the, I don't, it, he spun. I don't know what the fuck it was, but, but it, was it was awesome. It was a godsend is what it oh, was. It was my favorite part of the night. Because he had perfect hip control? Or Absolutely because he had not. No <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I don't even know how he can move like yeah, that. Yeah, I've. I, I'm impressed to this day. Shouty touty Sam. Shouty touty Sam. But uh, but no, so we did that. And then before that, uh, we were at my aunt's house and we did some like, you know, painting outside and uh, went to dinner. So all in all, it was a good night. It was yeah, fun. it was really fun. Yeah. You kept texting me during dinner, which I thought was very strange because usually you're all into dinner. Yeah. No, just- yeah. Well, we, we, uh, we couldn't sit all of us together. So me, Matt and Mo had our own little table. Oh, and it was right by the chip station. Oh, dude. So we're sitting there, right? And we hadn't barely eaten all day. So they bring out the bowl of chips and they brought out like, you each got your own individual salsa. Yeah, dude. Right? With COVID, so the first, individual the, salsas. The first bowl they give is like this big for everybody who's watching, right? Really small. So small Monique, me, Monique, and Dalton, we go through, we blow through all of it, right? It tastes so good. As soon as that last chip, it was probably Monique that took it, that last chip gets pulled. All of a sudden, it just gets switched. Immediately. And we have this other basket and then, and then boom. And then what happens? They bring bigger bowls of individual like, sauce. Oh, it was fantastic. These fuckers eat. And, and they then, hooked us up. And, but Dalton, there was one thing that I just, you know, I need you, since you're the lactose expert here, I need you to fill them in on our server's um, lactose because oh. he he might have found the secret to curing lactose. I think I know how to cure my <laughs> lactose intolerance, guys. Apparently, as uh, as our as our our server friend told what, us. What did he look like? How tall was he? Uh, yeah, about tall, maybe maybe five foot eight, five foot nine. Really? Uh, he looked like six foot six one to me. Five. I eight. guess I'm a little lower. Was he as tall as you? A little taller. Not so that's why not. That you're much. five foot eight, five foot nine. Yeah, I'm five foot seven. Never mind. Five foot eight on a good day. Okay. Five foot eight on, on a really really good day. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yeah, he, he was he's a cool guy. Super I, cool. But he um. He, I told him like, "Hey, I want these this tostadas with no sour cream and no cheese," and he goes, "Oh, you're dairy free, dairy free." And I was like, "Yeah, dairy free." And he goes, "He goes, actually, he's like, my whole family thought they were lactose intolerant." He's like, "But 
that we're not and i was like okay <laughs> and then he goes he goes but here's how i found out he's like me and my family we just can't drink milk we just can't drink milk and i was like oh i can't either and he goes he goes yeah but here's the here's a trick here's here's a secret if you put nesquik in your milk <laughs> you're not lactose intolerant anymore <laughs> So he's like, he's like, so make chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, if you drink regular milk, it'll destroy me. But if I mix it with Nesquik, I'm good. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't understand how that would even work. So now I'm low key curious and I want to try it just yeah, to see. I'll sacrifice a day. Why don't you do for science? I don't have time. I'm always doing something. There's always something that needs to be done. I don't That's have how to experiment. When you graduate, we'll, <laughs> we'll celebrate with that. Yeah. Nesquik and chocolate milk. Let's cure it. Yeah, it's lactose intolerance. Yeah, but it, it was it, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, you guys were saying that Aubrey is the most famous out of all of you. I don't know anymore now that you guys are viral TikTok stars. Yeah, Aubrey. Um, and she because she was a gymnast, right? Yeah, so she went to uh, she got a full ride scholarship for gymnastics. She's always she's also the most athletic out of all of us. Mm. Um, and so she's but she's been on TV for like competitions and regional like she's been I'm assuming like nationals and stuff yeah, like that so, college college international competitions. Yeah, so anywhere that a, a college sports are D1 um, college team aired, go. You know, cuz she got a University of Kentucky is a very good school especially like sports wise. So and so that kind of mixed with what happened to Tiger this week and just like how he was in the news. Yeah, what happened to Tiger this week? He got in a car accident. Oh no! Is he, he okay? Like, no, he rolled. He flipped. He's, he'll he'll never play golf again. Really? Like competitively, at least. Is that is that for real? No, I just it, like from the injury that he had, and talking to somebody else, like talking to some people that like golf frequently. They've like yeah, we've had friends that have like had to have the same leg surgery that he had, and after that, like their swing it. was never the same again or whatever. So just the strength. And he's, I mean, he's, a, he's an older dude, isn't he? He is, yeah. yeah. He I'm just glad he's alive. Like that was a lucky. rough fall. His yeah. son's gonna take it. He's gonna take the the dub. Why is his son? Gonna have you seen his dub? son play golf? How old is his son? I don't know, but he's fucking good. Well, I hope so. His him? father is Tiger Woods. His son and like plays golf too. Dude, they dress the same when they play golf together. Hell yeah. They dress the same when they play golf together, and he literally does all the same movements that Tiger does. That's cool. It's really interesting. You know, like that's like you know your parents so well because like that's the only one, that's the only relationship you get to see inside and out, other than ones that you're a part of. And then two, like you get to see your parents through almost every situation. So it's kind of hard for them to, you know, you just get to analyze them and like, yeah. you know, see how they handle things. So it's easy to pick up stuff like that. Like I noticed today, dad and I, we walk the same before a gym when we pace, we do this, like we kind of like waddle around. The only reason why is because my normal path that I walk around before a workout, he was following me. Cause that's also his normal path, you know? And I was like, notice, I was like, oh, I've never noticed that I did that until dad was there. Did he go talk to you mid wad? No. Uh, oh, good. But he like kept, he did something before and he kept coming up to me like during it and telling me what was going on. Oh my God. I had this great chicken burrito today. Oh, dude. So I was at work all day and I, and I had, I had a nice breakfast, but I forgot that I didn't bring snacks in my bag. So I had no snacks to eat. Ugh. So I ate the lunch at the school, which was two corn dogs. That shit obliterated my carbs. Nice. Absolutely destroyed my carbs. So I was low on fat, low on carbs, super high in protein that I still needed to get. I was stressing out. I come home and I just eat the chicken burrito with sriracha. Ooh. All right. The combo changed the game. Changed the game. I had that and then I would knocked out for like an hour and a half. 
woke up, felt like a new man, but then my stomach was destroyed. But other than that, it was definitely non-regrettable. It was so good. I feel like a lot of things will destroy your stomach and still be non-regrettable. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I have to live like that, you know, until I get a fix. I'm going to get a fix. At least you're just in a better place where you just have, you, you don't accept that every day is going to be awful. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that was it for a while. Yeah, it was really. I mean, but that was that that was when everything first hit. So I had like some gastro influx, some issue there. So they were getting, trying new pills. They gave me a brand new pill that they were just trying out. They're like, here, this might work for you. We don't really know yet. And I was like, okay. Took it. After like 30 days, I took it. I took two rounds of it. And it just completely like fixed my insides. Nice. So it was everything was manageable. So now this is the most manageable I've ever been. Yeah. But yeah, that that changed. I couldn't like go anywhere. How long do you think it takes for them to figure out like like the the mundane day to day process of trying different things until they find something that works? I mean, I feel like now there's so much of a range, you know, like you know what you need exactly to make those drugs make an impact. Yeah. Now it's just like the little tinkerings. So I feel like if we take that and then like you know how does what does it take to you know come into or make an appearance in mainstream sports like i feel like it's the same thing like i don't think that there's really too many differences but i think like the scientists had to come up with like the the medicine right and like they got there by doing like the same thing over and over and over and over and over and trying different things and then like when you look at sports you look at any athlete like the drills that they do they've done a thousand times like an engineer like it doesn't really matter what necessarily like the profession is but it's like they just have to like there's it's important to test and try these different things and do the same thing over and over and over. And I think that it's the mundane things that separate like the great, the people that make it into like mainstream sports and the people that don't, because most people get bored, yeah. you know? Oh, see, I was talking more on like the idea of, you know, you guys know Jimmy G football fans know Jimmy Garoppolo's, but what, Garoppolo's. what, what does it take for him to get the level of like of tiger, you know, like, we talk about uh, Tiger and stuff, you know, and Dalton's like, oh, his son's going to be the top of the game. And I'm like, there's someone that is the best golfer right now. Yeah. But maybe no one outside of golf knows who that is. And so, like, what does it take to break out and then become a household name? Uh, you have to do something like do something incredible. So whether that's any. So, for instance, any New York Giants fan, they know exactly who Mario Manningham is. Yeah. And the reason why is because he's a wide receiver that basically like saved them and helped them win their Super Bowl, you know, championship. And when you're that invested, while that may not be a household name to, you know, most listeners or at most people, but if you're a New York Giants fan, that name means something to you. And I think it's, it comes with the emotional connection that we have to those sports. And so, you know, uh, it's like, um, What's the? There's a, a young golfer that won a couple of years ago. Mitch is gonna shoot me for forgetting his name. I don't know. But Jordan, I'm like, even Jordan the Speed. Giants. We know, you know, the the Giants fan know know the. I already forgot his name. That's how Mario quick Manningham. it was. Mario Manningham. But Eli, everyone, you know, Knows Eli you. was a uh, a household, household name coming out of college. Just, I mean, I think it depends. Like his father uh, was a very well known football player, and then you had his older brother Peyton, who's just a one of the best to play the game. 
you know and so i feel like in that sense it follows that line but you know random people that maybe don't have that family background it just takes winning a super bowl doing something very very big for everybody to notice you yeah. know i mean you saw how easy it was for us to go viral on tiktok yeah, yeah it's pretty easy i think <laughs> <laughs> really because we posted a couple more <laughs> yeah. since then and hey, it's okay it's okay we're building up that's what i call it the the thunder for the storm the yeah that's is right. that it yeah that's right. why does that sound right at all the, the, the calm before the, the calm. storm. <laughs> the thunder before the storm. That's what it is. That's what it was. The thunder before the storm is just storm. more storm. Yeah. Matt. What's up, guy? What is the spark of life? Is that the same as a purpose? Do you need a purpose? Ah, oh. uh, what is the spark of life? You like that question part? <laughs> um do you need a purpose what is the spark of life is this is your spark the same thing as your purpose i feel like a spark is like in like a where you reach you know so in soul the whole the whole time in the movie sorry if you haven't seen i haven't soul seen yet. it yet i actually do uh, want to watch what it. is soul it's a pixar movie yeah i almost said disney that's not the same all right then i won't say too much about it but it's okay honestly if it's for the podcast just it's fine if if you A lot of people confuse spark with purpose. I feel like spark is like an interest. Do you think that's a valid statement or do you think that they are the same thing? I think... Don't do something. Well, I think the spark of life is more of like an interest, like like kind of of like finding your calling in a sense. But I think a purpose... The spark? Yeah. Like it's... But if you're finding your calling, your calling is what you were meant to do, right? That's your purpose and what you're you're doing. But I feel like purpose can be like portrayed in different ways though. Like your purpose of in in living, your purpose of, you know, your purpose of like finding a way to live the life you want to live, you know? Like that's different than your spark of life. I feel like spark is more of an internal, more like personal like adventure that you're having on for yourself, but like a purpose in life is very different than that. Cause that's on the physical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think? My head goes to two places. Like one, I think that the spark of life could be life itself and the whole experience that could be the spark of life. Right. But, hate this um, or this, that that's the way it's written too. But what's this, what's the spark in someone's life? Uh, versus their purpose. I think that that could just be like the spark of life can be like excitement, like things that get you excited. I know what you're going to say. Hold on. But I think that, uh, like your purpose should get you excited. I don't feel like they are dependent on each other though, because if you look at somebody who's fulfilling their purpose, the same thing with, you know, being an athlete and being in the top 10% and being a household name, it, it, it's a lot of mundane stuff a lot of times. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes work, very boring stuff. But it needs to be done for that purpose, and that purpose is what lets you get through all of that, right? The spark of life I don't think is necessarily tied to that. Like I don't think the spark of life you find fun in doing the mundane things. I think like for me, like my spark of life is like everything that gives me energy. 
like gives me that, you know, like hanging out with you, hanging out, like seeing people, like watching people PR at the gym and like coaching them and seeing them overcome these obstacles. Like that shit fires me up. Like it makes me so happy. Like I literally like am so energized when I leave the gym, like, or I, I see somebody accomplish something big, you know, like when you become an Imagineer, like I'll be so fucking pumped. Like that's the spark of life. Things that give me excitement like that. Is that my purpose? I wouldn't say so. My purpose can still be something else. And I think purpose tends to change. And I feel like there's anomalies that like are born and know exactly what they need to do. And then they go do it. I don't think everybody's like that though. So I think they're, they, they intertwine, but they're not codependent. Very nicely said, Matthew Drum. Thanks, big guy. Very nicely said. And with that, we'll take a break. Oops, I did it again. Did you see that TikTok with with the like how they did uh, toxic was a sample and like it showed how they cut up the sample to make it work? Yeah, Dude, that was crazy. Is that wild? Yeah. Also, what was that song? I don't know. It was a weird song. It was fucking weird. Like, how do they even find that shit? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. How do many people find their samples? How do we find our quotes? We're back, guys. What's up? And we're back. We're going right into a segment we haven't touched in a couple weeks. 99 cent advice. One, two, three. You got 99 cents with your name on it. It's advice. All right. And we got the boys here today in the studio. They're going to take a crack at another uh, one line quote. Tell you if it's good or bad and whether or not you should throw it in the trash. Oh, am I doing it? All no, right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So this is this something that dad would tell us. This week's 99 cent advice has a song written after it, actually. It does? Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it might. It might. I don't know. Probably. It, it sounded cool. <laughs> That's a good chance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> what Why does you assume that was part of a song? What doesn't kill you. <laughs> I remembered it. And I was thinking it in my head right now. What doesn't kill you what makes you stronger. Kill you makes you stronger. No. Stand a little <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. Stronger. No, it's a uh, stronger. Did it? Did it? Did it kill me? Can only make me stronger. Did it? Did it? No. What? Maybe it doesn't. Dalton, what do you think, man? This is good advice, bad advice? I think this is uh, this is advice at its best. Situationally. Uh, situational advice, <laughs> I like to call this. Um, I don't think this is great advice. Um, I feel like this is telling you just to move through the motions, just keep trudging along. But I think, to me, when, so, when somebody would tell me this, like my dad would tell me this, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like... I know, but like it still hurts. Like <laughs> you're still allowed to feel your feelings. I'm just like keep going along like a fucking robot. Um, it's a good saying at its base, but when you look deeper into it, it doesn't give you a good basis as a human being because it wants you to be a robot and not have emotions. You know, like it doesn't want you to think about it and just keep going. But that's not that's not how we should live our lives, at least personally. So technically, it's not wrong. Like, if you go through something and it doesn't kill you, like, you technically get stronger. But I don't think it's great advice for, you know, I I feel like a lot of times it gets thrown out there just to brush off a situation. Like, oh, it didn't kill you, it made you stronger, you know? And, like, that's not normally okay. Like, I don't think you should just do it just to brush people off. But um, I don't know. I'm actually, I'm not a big fan of this advice. I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's, I think it's, like, 
okay advice from when people like are just they're not looking to be like to not be taught just to they just want to like vent you're like all right man what does it kill you make you stronger simple and stuff but if you're actually trying to have a conversation with somebody and then you say this like there's no it doesn't that doesn't give anybody satisfaction that saying doesn't give anything you know so it's a very just baseline saying don't ever look into it it that's not how you know life life works yeah that's so interesting you guys think it's more of a dismissive phrase instead of like a comforting phrase no there is a saying that i've been thinking a lot of though that i i kind of uh shy toddy's mom i'm gonna hate that i did this uh but (laughs) i just don't want to give her the this victory um she used to tell me um the worst thing they could say is no the worst thing that somebody can say is no yeah. So what's going to happen if you just ask or you just go do it? What's going to happen? They're going to say no. Okay, then you, then you don't do it. And so that term has been coming up quite often in the past, like maybe two weeks of my life where like I didn't know if I wanted to ask or just ask this question or contact these few people and see how, you know, I can, you know, work my way up yeah. in certain areas of my life. And I was like, the worst thing they can tell me is no, but at least now I have the knowledge of asking and maybe they taught me something from that question. So that was always a good saying that mom gave gave me. I don't yeah. know if she gave you that advice. Um, or that saying. I, I'm sure she did. But the first time that I actually remember that concept is actually from David. Um, and it was when you were going to college. And uh, you were either applying for jobs or you were. No, no, no. You were applying for colleges. And you were at one point you had told your mom, like, I don't know if I'm going to get in. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this college. Like, what's the point? Like, if I'm not going to get in. And your mom told you to let them tell you no. And I've always remembered that. And I like, it's something that I, I live by. Like before I want to do something like this has helped with my cold calling tremendously where I'm like getting ready. I'm like, nah, like, like, like that company's too big or I have all these self doubts. And like, I just hear you like, like fucking like 18, 17 year old David's voice still in my head. Like, dude, just let them tell you, like, let them tell you no. Like, why are you taking yourself out of the race? Like it's th- like so much of that phrase, like, that moment has like just changed so much of like the trajectory of how I think and view the world. Like it's crazy, man. But it's no, like so really simple advice. of a thought, but we put so many like things in front of us that like give us no's right away. So we just don't think to even try it. But if you just try it, then what's, what's the worst that can happen? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that a lot of like, you know, like I don't want to make it about success, but like, you know, we were talking about mundane things earlier, like those tasks every day in, day out. Like if you, hit enough no's you're gonna get a yes yeah like you have to like sift through them you know what i mean like you have to do those things Mm -hmm. you have to eat shit you know um and i think yeah i think that that's that's good advice i think that's fantastic advice but what doesn't kill you makes you stronger for us it was always just more of a submissive like uh or yeah submissive that i'm trying to say no dismissive 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 (laughs) (laughs) what doesn't kill you makes you stronger okay 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 (laughs) fine (laughs) i'm gonna be so strong so where is the perfect situation to give that advice to someone? Uh, I would say like my dad did it. I got my ass beat down <laughs> by this kid in football one time. I was defensive end and they were the Covina Vikings against us, um, the Tartans. <laughs> I, we fucking, I was it's such a cool name for what it actually is. Tartan? Yeah. It's Tartans. literally yeah. just it's a piece of cloth. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's a piece of fabric. It's fucking Rachel lame. Um, so I was on defensive end and 
I was a, I was a fairly small kid, not really heavy. I was tiny. And, uh, this kid, I'm pretty sure like he was the biggest kid on the team. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be like one of these days going to be in the NFL. He was like mini Gronk. Oh my God. He was so giant. And he just, what was that name? It was Gronk. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened was for like six plays in a row, uh, they were just moving down the field. And every time I would run around, try to like swoop around this guy at some, like in some way. And he would pop me and I would fly up and straight down on the ass. Like I, I would, I was hurting. That first one knocked a whole wind out of me. And I was like <gasps> trying to get back up. And I tried it again. Boom. Tried it again. Boom. Tried it again. Boom. I got so frustrated because I just kept getting popped so hard. And it wasn't like a normal pop. Like it would be like a pop. And then you hear someone go, oh, <laughs> like, and I knew it was me. If nobody else was having any like impactful things happening, it was just, they always go, oh, right when I fell. And I'm like, damn it. What the fuck? And I couldn't figure out how to get past this guy. Um, moral of the story, nothing changed the whole game. All four quarters, he popped me on my ass. Every fucking down, he had it, right? But after the game, my dad told me, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And it was it was, it was was exactly what I needed to hear to just be like, okay, on to the next practice. See, I feel like the, the best inspirational way that would have worked is if like the second or third time you got knocked down, your dad told you that. And then the fourth time you took him, you down. took him down. Because no, never took him make, down. So it didn't make you. No, nope, totally not strong. even a little bit. Matt, what's the perfect time to, to tell someone this? Ugh, I don't know. Actually, I feel like that might be the scenario where like you've gone through something that like you need to, you need to see yourself in the light of like growth from it. You know, like it's something that you go through and you're like, you only see the negative you know and you're like no like what doesn't kill me like i got stronger like this will somehow come around and i'll be stronger because of it i feel like that i that's not a situation that's just more of a i don't know it's like it strikes me like a breakup yeah yes you know like you're still breathing you're still okay you know there's and that but i just have a problem with it because i think that it tends to at least the way i'm interpreting it is like in my head like it's being used as a way to not have to deal with those emotions and deal with your emotions, please. Like, it's very important that people do these. Like, sit with them, learn them, understand why you feel the way that you feel. But also, if it, like, if you're going to use the phrase, like, what, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, like, just use it and know that you got stronger from it, but don't use it as a way to just not deal with anything. Yeah, still feel your feels. And what's the worst situation to use that advice? Um, literally any like kind of loss that you have from a close family member and you try to talk to them. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you know what? It doesn't kill you. It makes you stronger, big guy. And again, the person's like, I lost my family member. And yeah. It like, comes out really like bad. At a funeral. You're stronger for that. Yeah. Like at a funeral. Don't yeah. ever say that at a funeral. Don't what about like a like a, a paralysis accident that would suck i feel like this doesn't apply because like it didn't kill them but they are not stronger because of it but that's so that's probably not when you should say that yeah don't say that no yeah absolutely not you know someone's now in a wheelchair and you're like hey man didn't kill you you're stronger now and they're probably like my legs i could kick you i would all right and you guys <laughs> talked about how good it how per how great the the second one was what's the worst situation to tell someone let them tell you no or or 
the worst thing that can happen is they say no. Ooh, um, when should you not give that advice to someone? Never. Always have. Always give that advice. Someone wants. Be, someone wants to go buy like heroin from like a really intense drug lord. Okay. Well, I feel like there's a there's a fucking <laughs> common ground here for the line, David. I feel like that's very different. Um, for the people that I know personally, none of them have have any done have done any of that stuff that's that hardcore. Um, so someone wants to drop ten thousand dollars into GameStop stock right now. I feel like that's more of like the worst thing you can say is no, because if they want to do it, they're gonna do it. But I'm saying like well, Robin Hood said no. So Robin Hood's an asshole. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm still having up with that guy. Good <laughs> dick. Matt. Um, worst situation to say that. The worst they can say is no. I mean if it's going if it's going I, towards a bad decision. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah. But if it's going toward a decision where they're like it's gonna bring them happiness and they're just not sure if they really want to commit. I think I think this is a saying that's like good in like most like ninety. It's really hard to percent in a, in a bad situation. I can yeah. I put in the ninety nine point five percentile, but that point zero 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 five percent. Yeah, however that math works. I don't understand percentages. You don't. So for whatever, <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Ninety nine dollar advice. Ninety nine cent advice. Ninety nine cent advice. Ninety nine cent advice. Uh, let them tell you no slash the worst thing that can happen is they say no. $99 advice, 99 cent advice. $99 advice. Yeah, $99 advice. All right. One of each. And now we'll move. Double whammy today. Double whammy. Double whammy. And we got another double whammy in our signature segment. Okay. Just don't do the squeal. Is it canon, bro? I told you not to do the squeal. That was really subdued, though. Yeah, it was very subdued this time. I wonder why. You want me to let it loose? No. Mm. Government created the Texas snowstorm. So David, what the fuck is that? If you've been on TikTok, you've been seeing these videos uh-huh. of people picking up snow in Texas. Yeah. And they l- put the lighter on underneath, and the snow doesn't burn. It doesn't melt. It burns. And then they take the the snow and they put it in the microwave. They put the microwave on for like thirty seconds. Doesn't melt. Sometimes it starts popping off, exploding. What the fuck? Really? So the theory is the government created the snowstorm to punish Texas. For being what? Uh, Bill Gates specifically. Bill Gates hates Wait, Texans? Yeah, because Bill Gates is um, left-leaning. Oh, so he's, he's mad at them Yeah, for leaning on the right. What do they have hit? The so he attacked them with snow. He created a snowstorm. He controls the weather. Bill Gates. Yes. I don't. The I don't. snow isn't melting, Matt. <laughs> what Wait, is are, the type are of they snow? still? Are they still in their in the snowstorm? Or are they good now? It's getting better. It was just a week. I mean, like so, it, a lot of people died. It wasn't just a week. A lot of people died. No, no. I, it, but it's, it's been getting better. But but what I'm saying is, that, like, is the snow melting now? Oh yeah. How are like are are there people coming and picking the snow up if it doesn't melt? We don't see those TikToks. We just see the ones of the snow not melting. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't believe it. Why would snow not melt if you had a lighter underneath it? Why would it not melt if you were in the microwave? You put it in the microwave. It has to be. I mean, think about it. Like, when's the last time there was a snowstorm in fucking Texas? Exactly. There has to be. Exactly. There has to be. Well, this isn't really going towards your point. I don't. I don't believe in any of that. Um, But what I am saying is, is that like. 
maybe this the snowstorm in Texas has different chemicals involved in it to make it snow than it does in, you know, fucking where's the snow like fucking Montana? Like it's the, it's different environments. I want to say Michigan. That I think. is not what I think of when I think, I think of I snow. I wanted to say Michigan, but uh, why? W- Let's see. Why wouldn't it? Melt? Can you look up how snow works, David? I feel like I feel like it should still melt, but also too like is I feel like if it's super compacted, it would take longer for it to melt. Like I guarantee you, if you take a blowtorch to the goddamn thing, it'll melt. Did anybody do that? That'd be a viral TikTok. They just did the lighter. How big is the lighter? It's like a cigarette lighter. No, oh, okay. Like a cigarette lighter. So it's a process called sublimation. So, so yeah, oh, sublimation. Oh, see, so this, there, there is a scientific reason for why it's not doing Yes, that. and I it's because you. you're basically right. Yes. It's in a different environment. There's, there's, a, there's phase matter, which, you know, if you look at a graph and the temperatures above, the, you know, there's, there's uh, solid liquid and cool. gas oh. <laughs> and when a material <laughs> when a material goes so i'll do it your way <laughs> solid liquid and fucking gold no fucking there's nothing else in there you want to breathe fuck off gold i'll do it your way solid liquid gas and gold. when when it, something gets heated up or uh you know cool down <laughs> the graph of the temperature inside the solid it'll go up and then it hits a phase change and then it goes like this goes up again goes like this and goes like that so when people have the solid and they put the lighter for it to melt it has to go through this time period where it's sitting at the same temperature before it changes into liquid otherwise sublimation is a instant process that shoots it oh all the way up. So what's happening is that the ice is instantly transforming to gas vapor. Mm, so it's it. switching to gas, I love it. which you can't see. No. Uh, and not. so it doesn't, looks like nothing's happening to the snow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Actually. I like that. Wow. The more, you know, with David, that's interesting though. I but mean, it, it's yeah. just crazy. <clears throat> they, they could like microwave it and shit. Like they have, he didn't send me that TikTok. I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me too. I want to see. Okay. And wh- how does alchemy come into this? That's a separate thing. That's oh, the double okay. whammy. Okay. That was my initial. And then I saw this thing happening. Do we have enough time? And it was like an actual conspiracy theory. So That's I was like, crazy. let's talk about well, it. Well, apparently. Uh, on the camera. Apparently, okay. birds aren't real. Birds aren't real? Yes. So there's a there's a TikTok. Literally, the, it's called birds aren't real. And I... I don't like 1000% buy into it. I think they're partially right. Okay. But that birds aren't real. That some birds aren't real. And there's a, there's a documentary that they bring up. What? Why are you giving me that look? Cause he doesn't I'm believe literally you. Literally not looking at you. He doesn't believe you. Keep going. I'm listening. No, he's checked out. Uh, I'm listening. There's, there's a documentary that goes into it that I actually want to watch, but like the reasonings behind why birds aren't real just are very like one of the reasons was that, have you ever noticed that there's no birds in the middle of the state right now? Because it's cold in the middle of the state. So all the birds conveniently left. Do you know why? Because batteries can't handle the cold. <laughs> Cause batteries because can't batteries can't handle Because the- apparently it's a fake bird with battery. It's battery oh. power. And so the batteries will die in the cold. That's why they called all the birds home. And I'm like, I just feel like that. 
I wouldn't want to be in the cold. And if I had the freedom to just, you know, fly somewhere warmer, I would. No, but batteries also don't work like when they get wet and moist and stuff like that. And yeah. the tropical jungle, it, tropical rainforest is all has tons of birds. Yeah. See, I never even thought about that. I think it's fake as fuck. I think that there's something that called there's something that everyone can't ever do right. And it's human errors. Human errors happen everywhere in any type of technical place where you work. It's always happening. I think that if it was to happen, we would have found out years and years ago and would have been stopped completely because there's no way somebody didn't fuck up making like an electronic bird. Do I, do I think it's possible? Probably. But I don't think it's possible enough to have it be like everywhere watching us. That's not. All birds always. Sometimes too much surveillance is a, is a thing. Yeah. Too much. Anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to. Say but yes, alchemy is the real. Is it canon? Okay, all right, let's and dig into it. So alchemy is, you know, we need a definition. Oh God, go look it up. Sign four. What's your biggest? What's your biggest? Uh, you know, what's the word? What am Coral? I thinking? No. Why are you doing this? What does this do? Like where Some you're music? not collaboration. It's like when you eat M and M's and you want to. What's like your biggest? Shake it? Exposure to alchemy. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the anime. <laughs> and how is al- how does al- <laughs> it is? How does alchemy work in that show? So the way that alchemy works is, if you've never seen Full Metal Alchemist, it's been out for a long time. So I'm gonna have no problem saying what I'm about to say. Have you not watched it? Uh, I've I've watched it. No, I I can't get into it. Oh, okay. Did you, did you try Full Metal Alchemist or Brotherhood? I tried watching both. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, so alchemy, you draw uh pentagram on the floor i don't know draw some symbol on the ground i think that's devil worshiping you draw a symbol on the ground and then you make a blood sacrifice <laughs> so you, that is not alchemy yes i don't think so there's what else or is alchemy potions? is alchemy it's potions it's potions <laughs> it's not fucking... <laughs> so alchemy is is Matthew, like a six 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 party with the <laughs> devil bitch <laughs> he's fucking <laughs> I'm like, he like, with his blood and shit. I'm, like, I'm so good at alchemy. I can make demons come out. <laughs> like, Matt, this is what alchemy is. What? I'm sorry. Alchemy is a proto-scientific tradition, and it's uh, typically practiced in Europe, Africa, China, and throughout Asia, uh, and even or like in the Greco-Roman uh, Egypt area. And so what they what these people do is they attempt to purify uh, and perfect certain materials. So the biggest thing they do was transmutation, which is where they take base metals and turn them into noble metals. So it's like taking lead and iron and stuff like that and turning it into gold through this through this like. So, process essentially that's pretty cool so, so no symbols on the ground alchemy uh, alchemy is old i'm time sure there science. is because it's like also like a philosophical branch it's like proto-scientific and philosophical oh, okay. isn't isn't alchemy just an old time science yeah they they uh the goal was to create an elixir of immortality as well right on uh, the creation of Panaceus. That's called the Philosopher's Stone, by the way. Panaceus is able to cure or it's called any. Called Orochimaru. If you think about it, so cure any disease, 
and the development of Alkahest, which is a universal solvent. What the fuck is your problem, Matt? <laughs> what? I didn't hear a word David said right now because you fucking made a face. What? What? What is it? Nothing. What is it? Nothing. No, you made a face when I talked about Orochimaru. Do you not like Orochimaru? No, I don't. Do you? Yes. Okay. He's bad. He, he fought with no arms. He's just not my favorite person. Literally w- wiggled. You did, You never even finished Naruto. You don't know. I didn't. Can't lie. I don't even know who Orochimaru is. Do you think this is? Do you think this is a possible <laughs> thing? Yes, uh, I do. Um, so I picture alchemy kind of like uh, in Skyrim. Right? Okay. Skyrim, you like put all these <laughs> potions and stuff to get. What's so funny, I'm Matt? Sorry, I'm still laughing at myself for not knowing what the fuck it was. <laughs> so. I like putting all these potions together, these leaves, mushrooms, whatever, to make this type of elixir to heal people or um, just like old time science. Um, But alchemy can also be like used in a sense of like a spiritual way where you take like ginger. (laughs) I need you to focus, bud. Bro, if a fucking devil worshiper ever wants me to join them, I'd be the easiest target. They'd yes. be like, you like alchemy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay, sorry. You are saying about ginger? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, focus, 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 focus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The root ginger. Is it a root? So they would they would mix all these ginger <laughs> with like mushrooms and a type of vinegar and like a basil leaf or some shit. And apparently it's supposed to clear the room of like of a dark spirits or dark like juju. And so it's used a lot for like uh, wicked, wicked. Um, for good, it's good for like witchcraft and whatnot. So, um, I don't know. I would try it. I would definitely try it. Well, do you think there's a process that lets you turn base metals into like these noble things, like noble, like platinum? You know, didn't wasn't there like a thing? I saw this on TikTok where they like back in ancient Greece, if they like would mix these conductors with copper and some type of like water with this thing, and it would make these like lanterns. So they had lanterns back then. I think uh, lanterns are a little different than gold. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking but you know idiot. what i mean like i'm talking about alchemy like you got it um shut the it's fucking alchemy bro i i i want to believe it i think it's true but i don't know if it's true I don't wait think if you I, think about it and like a way do you think there's a way to create an, an elixir of immortality oh no no, this is a simulation, David. We're all going to die at some point, whether we think we're not going to or not. All right, that's a whole new World. theory, but we won't get into that. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, no, I don't think that is real. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say... It's not canon. I'm gonna say, oh, no, I think alchemy is canon. I just don't think it's canon for immortality. Or a special like mixture that cures any disease. 
all medicine? disease. No, I think we have it. I think we could do so all that stuff. If you I don't could think have, our... if you could have a thing that could cure any disease, why can't it keep you alive forever? Because death isn't a disease. You can die of old age just from being old. Yeah. Old age is the breakdown of your system, of your immune system, so and that's like not a all disease. your nervous system and stuff. And then a disease comes in, and your body can't handle it. But your body, yeah, can but just also deteriorate. You, but people die from like, what if your heart just stops? Like, there's no reason, but your heart just stops. Old age. I don't know. I, I this is above my pay grade. I'm literally you get paid for this. I'm literally saying. But that, you think there's a way to turn, like the way coal turns into diamonds? You yeah. think there's a way to turn lead into gold? No. Oh no. So the what painting. part of alchemy do you think is <laughs> do you think is canon? What, what do you it's think? It's not the signs on the ground. Wait, hold on. What do you think alchemy is? I was I've just been telling you this entire time. <laughs> You've been too busy laughing at each other. I thought alchemy was like no. Like what happened? Mixing was a potion. David literally. Hold on. Let me time out. Let me yeah. explain what happened here. David gave well first. Matthew was to be a devil worshiper. I gave, I gave my definition of what I thought it was, which is very wrong. I, I guess I think it's witchcraft. You said what it actually is right and we're gonna for and you both took your own definitions of it <laughs> and, and then said it's true perfect canon. perfect canon yes yes so it's a perfect canon for so, Matt, all a, of our for, individual yeah for our own yes definitions of alchemy but if you think for a second that you're gonna bring that over here and i'm gonna accept that absolutely not you think i'm okay. gonna make a pentagram in front of you no sir all right i like this yeah so, so individual canons individual canons but common Cannon? But no overlap. No overlap. No overlap Very on the separate. canon. Very okay. separate canons. Uh, so I just want to read you Full of Metal Alchemist. It's set in a fictional universe in which alchemy is one of the advanced natural techniques revolved around the scientific laws of equivalent exchange. Yeah. And it uh, follows two brothers who are searching for the Philosopher's Stone yep. to restore their bodies after a failed attempt to bring their mother back to life using alchemy. Yeah. 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 So it looks like the alchemy you were thinking probably could be Satan worshiping, but it's yep. mo- it's more revolved around the idea of an equivalent exchange. Yeah. thousand percent. Cool. Word, for, word for word what I was thinking. Well, we did it. We figured out if it was canon or not. We did. Good job, you guys. Dalton, what are you squaring up with this week? I don't have one. You don't, you're not squaring up with anything this week. Nah, dude. I've been really just vibing off good vibes. Oh, yeah. Your, your stain's gone and everything. It's told you. Told you. I'm just having a good time, man. Life's good. No reason for me to complain right now. Uh oh. Matt, what are you squaring up with? What are you lo- wait, no, what are you looking he for? He was telling you to ask me what I was squaring up with. He was looking at all I, I figured something one of the get stoked was what you showed me earlier, but it's not out here. Oh, I moved it so it, it didn't get spilt on. Cool. Oh. Um <clears throat> I am squaring up with this week is People who ask what when you send them a text and it's clearly and obviously a typo. Okay. I'm so adding, they, I'm they, don't, they don't take the time to like actually like, like think about like what it is. Sometimes when I go to put can, I'll put, it'll say CA and then it's a weird space and then it finishes like there's an N and then it's like the rest of my sentence. Yes. That I pisses said that me today, off. Yes. And then I get back. What? And I'm like. Put the words together. Are you serious? Like, like that gap? Like, what am I possibly using cough for? Like, like I'm not talking about California. That makes no sense in this, right? So that pissed. That I'm scoring up with that this week. 
Who's the person? <clears throat> no one. And the other we'll thing find out is, in a minute. is when you send a long text, okay, explaining something, then you get back, what do you mean? Reread the text. Scroll up. Like, it's it's right there. I've had both these things happen to me today, and oh, I'm just squaring up with it this week. It can't week, be man. me. I don't text them back, so. Yeah. David, what are you squaring up with this week? I'm squaring up with, uh, shit, I had something and I forgot it. Oh, well. Uh, alcohol. It's been putting me to sleep early. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah, I fall asleep, like, in my clothes. Don't. Don't brush my teeth and all this stuff. I did that like four days in a row over the past week. And I was like, what is this? What is happening? Every every time I did, I had, I had alcohol. And it was just mm-hmm. knocking me out. Lights out, huh? Right. Cool. And for so, you, bud. Uh, get, some, get some sleep. Probably just deserve it. Probably that too. I'm probably just going to sleep too late. That and also too, like the last couple of weeks, you've been incredibly stressed out. So I think that at some point you need to like catch up on your sleep and rest. Yeah. So fucking stop stressing. <clears throat> I'll try. Piece of crap. Dalton, what's your woe dude of the week? I don't have one. I have three stoked. You, I thought you had three woe dudes. I, I thought three. you learned a whole bunch of stuff and you were like, well, no, like, I, I realize they're stoked, not woes. One okay. of those has to be a crazy fact. No, no, no. Your story. So you're trans, you're transmutating your, your get, your square up and your woe dude to for get, get stoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practicing a little of your own alchemy right there. Mm. Yeah, my own alchemy. Don't even try it. You can't, you can't, you have to learn from me. Matt? Um, mine is that, uh, the AMC stock is spiking again, wasn't it? Or GameStop? GameStop. Yeah, it was spiking. So, I don't know. It's just crazy to watch people learn how much control they have and then use it collectively to, like, just run. Smart. It's very smart. It's crazy. No, you know what? Is it Logan Paul? Somebody created their first NFT, which is, like, a form of, like, Bitcoin. Their own, like, currency. They made like three million dollars in oh my like, God. like a couple hours. I have no idea. Yeah, I it. So we're going through the formation of Web 3.0 and NF and like Bitcoins and stuff like that becoming an actual form of currency. Okay. Yeah, like, like you like can. It's, yeah, it's going to be used for everyday things. Like you can buy a Tesla using Bitcoin. Huh. Most casinos take bit online casinos take Bitcoin. Yeah, you know. And so it's just going to be, it's, I don't, I it's, don't ever want to do online casinos again. It's very interesting to see. So it's, it's Logan Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul, he made an NFT, um, and which is a, a form of, of their digital assets that can function as collectibles like trading cards. So he used his Pokemon box, uh, his collection of Pokemon cards that he just like spent $2 million on. Hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. I, yeah. See, I don't even really understand it that well. So. I'm gonna have to. Do but unlike research. unlike cryptocurrencies, no t- no two NFTs are the same, meaning they cannot be directly exchanged with another, nor can they be divided up into smaller denominations. Hmm. So they're not gonna be that. They're not gonna be as easy to use as cryptocurrency. Is but, cryptocurrency even easy to use? <clears throat> it's easy. Eh. It's do just any, not stable. Have you, have you guys ever used cryptocurrency for anything? Yeah. You have? Yeah. For what? I Are you to say? played some blackjack on some online uh, casinos. How did you get cryptocurrency? You just have a wallet. It's just like, you know, I used, you use like Robinhood. You huh. can buy a Bitcoin on there and then just transfer it to a, a crypto wallet. Huh. I don't know. You could do that. 
Me either, dude. I, I really don't understand anything about like cryptos or anything like that. It's, Thanks, it's weird. David. You really taught us something today. Yeah. I didn't want to tell you because I don't know what you're going to do with the, with the, you know, your casino jumps. Yeah. Um, that would be very helpful if you told me earlier. No. Well, you're over it now. So, yeah. But, so normally I'm I I kind of just want him to do the stoke because yeah do your stokes okay my stoke what got guys stoke this week <clears throat> so first things first on the agenda we have Vans Warp Tour coming back in 2022 no you don't it's gonna be fucking amazing what it's coming back ladies and gentlemen I feel like it wasn't even gone it was gone for maybe a year oh and a half. ask Annalise it's been gone. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out, David. Check it out. All right. Weird, uh, weird time because you know we still In, don't even have normal concerts yet. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. I'm trying to find. This. Um, second one on the agenda is Avatar Studios. Oh, from I just Nickelodeon. Saw that. Yep. Making Avatar: Last Airbender, making different forms of it, mm-hmm. and just doing exactly what everybody wants. And they are the two head studio directors. The the original creators. The original creators. And I just couldn't be more happy for Which them. Which is why they left the Netflix show. Mm, that makes sense. All right. I found Actually, the Warp Tour. I found the Warp Tour announcement. It's an awful, awful typography. It's like all um, cursive. But here are some of the bands that will be presented by Twitch. Oh, so, so it's going to be online. Is it online? Or maybe for the first one. Who knows? My Chemical Romance nice. will be headlining. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Paramore. Yeah. Trippy Red. Yeah. Colson Baker. Yeah. Falling in Reverse. Yeah. Corey Taylor. Yeah. Who else is in here? Architects. Yeah. Uh, why does it have MGK on here as well? His name is fully written out, and then it says MGK. Story so far. Story so far. Avril Lavigne. Bring me the horizon. Megan Fox. <laughs> Megan Fox should be playing. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne is gonna be there. Pierce the veil of mice and men. Lil Huddy. Oh, he does. He so, does. He does new punk. Uh, oh, really? The used. Who else? Dropout Kings. Not bad either. Crown the Empire. Neck deep. Rebecca Black. Friday. Yep. Oh yeah. And that's it. So maybe, Point maybe North. It's gonna be on Friday. Point North and Demi Lovato. Dope. Dude, I'm just excited. Yeah. Man. I don't know what to expect. At least that means when things get back to normal, that means we might may actually may actually be able to have. Or a what if they're career. only doing it because the cost of having a festival now is so low, like you just need to stream it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So. Just like they Who did knows? on YouTube. I mean, if it sparks interest and it comes back, that'd be sick. And the third know. one. Uh. You did Avatar, Warp Tour, and had a third one. You want to do yours, Matt, while he's thinking about it? I don't think I have one this week. I got my stuff this week. So that's why I, I wanted him to just do his. I was just oh, excited. you know what it was going to be? I thought Matthew was going to what? The thing that you showed me earlier. Oh, yeah. Go oh, get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I'll be right back. You want me to get it? Yeah. Please. Keep talking. It's my bed. So, as you guys know, Dalton is... A fan and a, a connoisseur, if connoisseur you will, of of art, but very specific art, and specifically, um, don't flex on me like that. What? Don't sign what I'm saying. Sorry. 
And specifically, he has a favorite artist, and he's been getting some pieces. I got him one for Christmas, and this is just a fucking badass piece. So This is probably the fucking best piece I've gotten from him so far. Shouty touty to Jimmy Jim Jam, Jam, Boom Bam, Bam. Uh, for fucking just putting out good-ass artwork, man. So this is Aku. Check this shit out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Look at that. I feel like it's definitely the coolest piece I've gotten so far mm-hmm. from him. And uh, it took him a little bit longer to make. So he sent me an email saying, hey, bro, uh, it's going to take me a little longer. I got to get like some supplies and stuff for this specific piece. And then he posted it on uh, he posted it on his uh, TikTok. TikTok that he was making it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's my piece. Because it's a fairly like it's it's a little more expensive than his most of the, most of his other pieces. So that's why. But yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, I know what got me stoked this week. Oh, uh, have you guys seen the the TikToker was name like Zeth or something like that, and he does his podcast with his daughter. Yes. So he gave so her cute. he gave her a rapper name called Lil Mingo, and Lil Mingo said she's coming after Tyga. So she went up and he auto tunes her voice and she does his rap, and then Tyga like duetted the video, and I just think that it's fucking hilarious. Like it kills me. Although people like legitimately were defending Tyga, like. As if he was like possibly thinking that he might lose a rap battle to Lil Mingo. Dude, if he did, I well, probably they only see an article saying Tyga beefing with Lil Mingo. And they're probably like, yo, fuck Lil Mingo, whoever yeah. that is. Not it's knowing it's a little girl, girl who has a beach hat. Yeah. And, and only wants to wear her beach hat. And, and wants to eat Mingos. And she's like, oh, dude, it's so cute. And she's like, she's like, I got too much steez. Yeah. It kills me. Bro, she's cute, dude. Dude, she she reminds me a lot of when she gets excited. She reminds me of like how Aubrey was when she was little. She looks kind of like Aubrey too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's what got me so this week. What about you, D-Rod? Cheese. Uh, so we're recording on Thursday because on Tuesday we went to a classical jazz concert. So how did it sound? It was a string quartet performing Jazzy. jazz numbers. That's cool. It was really Ooh, cool. They really did like cool. Dixieland. They did uh like neoclassism but it was all like jazz style and then they had a piano player come on and a singer come on and the singer had worked with like postmodern jukebox which is a band that does a bunch oh, of a old time covers of modern songs oh cool so they do like oh you like them yeah you, you know they them. do like the the 20s versions yeah. the doo-wop the you know all that stuff so it was uh really cool and that's the same day that rachel decided to run Cure out herself. to the beach to perform sprint around the to apartment complex alchemy. with the dog. She yeah. performed alchemy on herself. On herself to heal herself. Yeah. For the day. Yeah. All right. Good. Dope. All right. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. And if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you for your eyes. Uh, go ahead and click the subscribe button here. Bell notification icon here. Am I ever pointing in the right direction? I have no idea. <laughs> Nobody knows. Have you been pointing every week? Yeah. I've been going like this. Oh. <laughs> Somewhere. I thought you were just like, do it now. Yeah, do it now. Um, it really does help us. And uh, you guys, have a, have a great fucking week. Have a great fucking week, great motherfuckers. Week. <laughs> and until next time, you guys, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.